0: You put in the work every day, hours and hours, training, but think about how much more focused you'd be with a coach. Welcome. To the WhatsApp Podcast. What's up? Podcast? Where we'll explore all of your questions from climbing in the dolomites to winning your local cycling events. This podcast is sponsored by Kyle Coaching, a results-oriented data-driven coaching service for the working endurance athletes. Now your host, head coach of Kyle Coaching. This is Chuck
1: Kyle. Well, good morning from Manchester, England. We're over here for the UCI 2019. Master's World Track Cycling Championship and I have a good friend of mine here with me and he, he said hey Chuck you know there's a couple things I think you ought to do for a podcast so I said you know what Turtle you and I will sit down and do it so awesome. I want to introduce Turtle Wilson Turtle's a good friend of mine and he is the past president of Evolution Cycling out of Virginia. And he is currently the team manager, for lack of a better term, uh, of some women's cycling teams here at uh, the Track Worlds. And this year, his wife's pursuit team just won the gold medal. So congratulations to you thank and Glenn. You, thank you. So I'll turn it over to you, Turtle. Well, thank you. Uh, so Chuck, thank you for this
2: opportunity okay. to discuss things with you. And really, I really want to say that I'm really interested in like talking about communication. You know, communication between clients and coaches. And I'm really interested in, you know, you've selected a coach. How should an athlete communicate with his coach, and what are some of the best ways to do that?
1: So I guess I would ask you. You bring this question up. Is have you had an issue in the past?
2: Definitely, definitely have. I've had a number of coaches, and I really some of it's on me because I don't know what to ask, don't know what to do other than clarify a workout. I don't know how to really give feedback on a workout. I don't even know when my, I should solicit feedback from a workout. And so yeah, so it's really that's what I'm trying to get my arms around.
1: Yeah, well it's it's a really fair question and, and one of the things that I always kinda sit down with my athletes about is early on in the relationship, you kind of need to make the left and right limits of what your communication requirements are and what the expectations are of both the athlete and the coach. What I mean by that is most coaching companies they have several different plans. And typically, when you look at the, the different plans or services they provide, it has two factors to it. One is an amount of analysis, and the other is the amount of communications. So, for instance, if you're an athlete who's looking for to be able to pick up the phone and text your coach as you're getting ready to do a ride, well, that's going to be a different plan than just, okay, you execute the workouts and then you get feedback. So, what I would say is a couple things. Number one, I use Training Peaks, and within Training Peaks, you have a, a possibility of, of putting in metrics. And that's kind of your first communication starting point because you can add your weight, you can add how you're feeling, your mood, your sleep, and that type of data becomes very important because if you're telling me in a workout, I just felt like crap today and I've got data from the last couple of days that talks about your sleep patterns or your your overall stress, work stress, then I can start to kind of filter through that and determine if that's going to happen, you know, if that has an effect. Have you ever worked with somebody that that asked you how your stress levels were? No, not really. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) But, in training peaks, if you look for for your metrics, you can actually go in and, and you can fill that out, and it's a it's a big benefit to the coaches. So much to the point that training peaks is actually even added now that post-workout, you can go in and say, what was my RP? Rating of perceived exertion, how did I feel? how did this workout feel? And so that becomes very important. You brought up about the, the workouts, when to solicit, you know, like what kind of feedback do I expect from a workout? Well, as a coach, I want to know. You know, did you feel successful? Did you think that you hit all your intervals? How did you feel that day? How how did the overall workout feel? My personal philosophy is, if an athlete comments, I'm going to respond. But if you go out and do a recovery ride and you just it's green on your training peaks because you did a recovery ride, I'm not going to respond unless you say, "Hey, what did you think of this recovery ride?" But at that point in time, it becomes something that's kind of a waste of time for both of us. Emails and that type of stuff. That's another big question I'll get. What kind of information do you want in an email or do you want emails? In? My personal philosophy is that as much as we can put into training peaks, the better off you are. That makes sense. Because you're, I mean, have you used the comment section of training peaks? Yes. So what type of information would you put in there?
2: This is going to sound really silly. My comments are usually trying to be funny and not very serious. Like, hey, I smashed a day, had a great time. And then probably not very value added to my coach or coaches that I've had.
1: Actually, those are a value add. Okay. It's kind of funny because, you know, if, if you're reading 250 workouts over a two week period, having an athlete who adds a little bit of humor in there is like, oh, yeah, coach, I crushed this one. <laughs> it, it, it actually is kind of beneficial because it tells me how you're feeling. Okay. If I have these, if I have kind of a consistent, this is what I feel, then all of a sudden, it's not a a good comment then i know that there's just something not right with the turtle you know (laughs) Um, also when you you'll get some comments like uh you know i cussed you the entire time of the workout this was a great workout so that kind of tells me your mentality going into the workout Mm -hmm. and how you came out of the workout okay so another big communication tool is race reports do
2: you, have you ever written race reports? Yes. I used to do it religiously when I was in Europe. Not so much anymore.
1: Yeah. But race reports are great because not only do they kind of tell me what you were thinking in the race, but it also allows you to look back at it the next year. And if you have like a, a lesson learned or something... And you put that in there, you're like, oh, well, this is what I could have done better, or that type of stuff. Can I ask you a question here? So that's that's an you just brought up an
2: interesting point that I never thought about. No, because you know you have so many features in training peaks, would you like append your race report because you can add that as an attachment to your training peaks workout? Yes, I never thought of that.
1: Yeah, that's so a good idea. so there's there's two things that I'll sometimes do one of which if there's like a meat section of the of the actual training or the actual ratio board I'll cut that out and drop it into the comment section of training peaks then the rest of the race report can just be attached as an attachment there. And so, it's really good if you've got somebody who's done a similar race several times, it allows them to sit there and say, okay, what what was I thinking? Especially, you know, here at track, I mean, I, being able to put in the comments, oh, I used this gearing, I did X, I did Y, becomes very, very important.
2: No, that's good. Can I go back to another thing you said a moment ago? You mentioned about the the other data, the metrics in training peaks. And I've been with training peaks a lot. And there's a lot of metrics in there. You're like, is there is there like a threshold that you would look at like the top five
1: metrics you would want to see from an athlete? Yes. Yes, excellent. So the first one that I, I like to see is body weight. You know, we're in a we're in a sport in which watts per kilogram Uh, not only is is something we talk about but it does allow us to have kind of a standard to compare against others so that that works out well if you've got a smart scale you can almost always pair those and that information drops in if an athlete is feeling sick i want them to go into training peaks into the metrics and put "Hey, i i'm feeling sick not necessarily to cue me to change a training plan because i may not but if I see that they're putting down that they're sick, 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 then maybe we can look at what is their training stress balance for the day? What was their CTL? You know, Was there something that's that's doing that? Sleep quality. Not necessarily quantity, but quality. So if they're having a hard time sleeping, that type of thing. If they get an injury. If the, all of a sudden they're like, my knees are hurting or something like that, then putting the, the knees in there or putting the, the injury. So my big ones would be weight, weight, Percentage body fat, mood, the injury, sickness, and sleep. Those would be like my top six. Oh, that's, yep. good. that's good. That's good. That's good. Let's see. What else? So when
2: your coach gives you feedback, is it, or is it just a one-way-in, one-way-out, or do you expect it to kind of just sometimes? A dis- when do you get to that point where it's a discussion? You, need, you see you need
1: to have a discussion with an athlete. Yes. So there's a couple of different coaching philosophies, like on intervals. Do you make an interval that's slightly harder than what they, that you think that they can achieve? Or do you make an interval that's just right under what you know they can achieve? Because you have some athletes that success each interval makes them do the next one. And then you have some athletes that if they don't hit that interval, they'll quit doing intervals. So, hmm. that's one of the dialogues that you kind of have to flush out pretty early, so you'll have like an interval one, and a turtle it you know it looks like you rocked four out of six of these. What happened in the last two? Well, you know I just you know the fourth one I just knew I couldn't do any more. Ah, that tells me that the fifth and sixth were probably a little too hard or we have to have a discussion because i can look at your power distribution curve and say no he should have been able to hit them he just he just did not (laughs) so that can that's one of those things that can be flushed out outside of that you're really not going to get into much of a dialogue regarding just an actual back and forth on a specific workout you'll get more of that when it comes like races and, and that type of thing or, or possibly even, like, if you're doing any type of testing. Okay. Testing can sometimes, if you do a test and there's back and forth dialogue, it's because the coach didn't believe that you gave him enough information the first time. Okay. So we talked about,
2: you know, when you should communicate and some of the communication, the feedback, and, and your responses when the athlete gets feedback. Here's a crazy one. When should you leave your coach
1: alone? <laughs> you should leave your coach alone based on the program that you've signed up for okay so if the program you've signed up for says something like you know four emails a month one hour conversation at the end of the month and unlimited texts or something like that use the text don't send a fifth or sixth email saying hey here's this Graham Fondo, here's this race, I'm thinking about doing it, what do you think I can do on it? You know, those emails become you know very difficult for the coach because a lot of times there's really some analysis that has to go into that. I don't know what you can do on that if it's not something you don't normally do. Outside of that, I'm pretty open to, to communications. Like my athletes, the way that I do it is depending on the program, and we'll just talk about like the middle program. The middle program is four emails a month. They get a one hour conversation into the month and that's their time. They can talk about how did I do last month, what am I doing next month, or should I buy this Colinago or not? I mean it can it's whatever they yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's whatever they, they want. And then if they comment in training peaks, I'm always gonna comment. Oh, I guess that is a good one though. If you do a for me, if you do a workout on Wednesday, expecting feedback Wednesday night is probably not realistic. What you can expect, like from me, and most of the coaches I know, over the weekends, we look at how you did that previous week, and then we go in and we look at each one of those. So, give your coach a little time. I mean, more than likely, you're not the only athlete, and I can tell you that for me, on a Wednesday night, there may be 20 uploads, and being having to go in and try to sort all those out, that's It'd be a little bit more if you're trying to really want that.
2: No, that's awesome. Well, Chuck, I truly appreciate this, and I uh, appreciate the time we've had together, and uh, I look forward to more conversations and more of
1: your podcasts. Well, I, you know, it was it was great that you were like let's talk about this because you know trying to figure out what to talk about sometimes can be uh, a little challenging, and it's been a pleasure working with you here at uh, in Manchester and. You know, exciting some of the stuff you've done with some of the women's uh, pursuit teams. Thank you. And Great. I have a feeling that it's, in the future you're going to have a lot of success. So Thank you. congratulations on the gold. Well, I should congratulate Glenn on the gold. <laughs> yes,
2: correct. But as
1: the uh, team manager, congratulations on gold, and I look forward to some more. Sounds good, my friend. Thank you.
0: You have the endurance. You have the perseverance and motivation. And now you have a coach. For more information from today's podcast, check the episode notes. If you have any questions regarding this episode, drop them in the comment section or send them on Twitter to at what's Up podcast or email coach Chuck at Chuck at Kyle This is the what's Up podcast till next time.